Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. I'm Andrew Dowd. It is time for another Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. And today we are joined, as always, by Steve Glick, Dave Retiner, and today, Amy Martin, out of our West Hampton Beach office. How are you, Amy? I'm excited to be here. Good. That's excellent. So we're going to talk a little bit about West of the Canal real estate, okay. which is obviously where you focus. So tell us about it. What do you see going on uh, in the West Hampton Beach area? Okay. Well, I think anyone who is living in the Hamptons right now has heard every real estate broker they know. After all, there are 2,500 of us out there. Mm-hmm. Um, says there's never been a better time to sell. And, and that's certainly true. Um, keep in mind, pre-COVID, there were 5,000 listings in our database, and that was residential, commercial, and land listings. So we definitely have a housing crisis going on. Um, basically, anything priced under $2 million is getting gobbled up quickly, um, often with multiple offers and at over-asking price. There's no doubt cash is king these days. Any buyer looking to finance should definitely have a strong pre-approval letter from their bank in hand when they make an offer. Um, this is not the time to think you're going to get a deal if you're a buyer looking west of the canal. There's just too much competition, and I definitely don't see um, prices coming down. Well, Amy, you, you said there was pre-COVID, there was 5,000 listings. How many are now? Though? How many are now? What, what is that in relation to? There's five, there was 5,000. What are we looking at inventory numbers now? Well, I think last um, I checked, it was about under 1,100. Is that what? 1,100. I mean, that sounds, yeah. to me. I think it's sounds, lower than that. That sounds about yeah. right. I mean, look, that is a huge difference. And you're right. We talk about that every week. The inventory numbers are drastically going down. And you hit it the nail on the head. It's the best time to sell your home because of that, right? That's what's happening with the inventory goes down, prices go up. Yeah, I don't see the prices coming down at all. And, um, you know, as Andrew said, I specialize in West of the Canal um, real estate. And um, for anybody who doesn't know what West of the Canal is, that's Hampton Bays, East Quag, Quag, West Hampton Beach, and Remsenburg. Um, I primarily specialize in waterfront and luxury listings. Um, but uh, as hot as the market is, I, I can tell you there are some deals to be had out, um, you know, west of the canal. Um, in Hampton Bays, very hot market right now. Um, on the mon- uh, this Monday, I'm closing on a great house in the Red Creek area, beautiful area north of uh, Hampton Bays um, that's selling for way over ask. A lot of yeah. out east buyers, bright, uh, brokers from out east coming to see it. Um, and uh, if this house was in Watermill or Southampton or East Hampton, uh, it definitely would be two and a half million at least. Um, so what are people doing? They're, they're seeing the value over there and getting much more for their money. Mm-hmm. And is there more inventory or the inventory is the same? It's like it's still scarce. Very scarce inventory, especially under the two million mark. Uh, You know, it used to be you could find under a million easily. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can still find under a million houses, under a million dollar houses in Hampton Bays that are good. Um, There was one in East Quag this week uh, that was priced in the sixes, um, and amazing opportunity for somebody to come in, renovate, expand, and uh, another one that's nicer came on this week at one point two on the same block. Wow. So um, there's great opportunities for somebody who wants to take a smaller property, expand it, um, renovate, or there are other great houses. Another area I'm really um, hot on is Remsenburg. Um, a lot of people 
say, where's Remsenburg? Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's wow, just it's beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's very yeah. bucolic. It's like uh, I always think it looks like uh, kind of old Cape Cod, and um, I have this amazing listing. Uh, it sits on almost three acres, waterfront, spectacular views of Murch's Bay with 170 feet of bulkheading, has amazing sunset views, a dock for boaters. Uh, massive 8,300 square foot house for anybody looking for a large house for family, pool house, uh, 3,000 square foot guest house for cottage friends or staff. And um, Steve, what do you think that would cost out east? Uh, you know, this is one of my favorite houses right there in Remsenburg. You said it's listed at what? Seven? 7495. 7495. Mm -hmm. So if you pick up that house, move it all over the canal, throw it in Southampton, you're Double looking it. with at least a 20 something yeah. in front of that number. Yeah. I mean, this has it all. It has, like you said, the dock, the big frontage on, on the water, um, the massive house with the pool, with the guest house. It, it has all the amenities, all the bells and whistles you're looking for. The value's right there in Remsenburg, and I'm sure it's only a matter of time before, you know, people start realizing it and seeing the value, and um, hopefully we can What's get- What's that address? Seven Cross Seven Lane cross, mm -hmm. yeah. Seven cross. in Remsenburg. Check it out. That's a great listing. But yeah, easily, you know, uh, over within the 20s, um, you're pushing that thing if it goes to um, east of the canal. Yeah. So even if you put a million, million and a half into it so it meets, you know, today's aesthetic standards, you're way ahead of the curve already, um, mm. even in, you know, Remsenburg values. So anyway, that's, um, I, I really am hot, hot on uh, west of the canal, obviously, because that's what I sell. So you're, I know you specialize, uh, focus mostly as a, a listing agent. So if somebody, somebody comes to you, now is you know, certainly the time to sell your house if you're interested. What advice are you giving to someone that's looking to put their house in the market? Um, well, besides calling me, you mean? Right, <laughs> to list their house. Um, Step one. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a listing agent, I, you know, my job is to be the biggest cheerleader for the client, to get them the most money for their house in the least amount of time as possible. And to get them to the closing table as seamlessly as possible. Often people think, okay, I, you know, my house is in contract. It's going to be all cash, quick close. I can tell you those all cash, quick close deals that we're hearing about now often don't become all cash, quick close. Really? Yeah. What um, happens? Uh, buyers say it's all cash, and then they decide they're going to finance because money's cheap. Mm -hmm. So you still need the appraisal. That takes time. Even though it's not contingent upon it's not the deal, right. it still is a time delay. Mm -hmm. um, and but how can, so is that like deceptive? Or? Well, look, it, all cash is meaning that there's no you're buying the house no matter what. So if you have I got you know, a bag full yeah. of cash or you're getting the cash from a bank, you're, you're going to buy that house. So all cash no means no mortgage contingency. It doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to get a mortgage. Yeah. Correct. It Correct. just means... Correct. And if you don't get the mortgage, that's on you. But you when, still are committed but when to a, when a, the when, a, um, when a seller hears all cash, they think, great, they're going to close quick. They don't have to wait for any bank right. approvals or this or that. They have the money in their bank ready to go. But when, surprise, surprise, they find out... Oh well, I am. Get, it's all cash. Don't worry, I'm buying it with no contingencies. But I'm also there is going to be a mortgage, which Amy's alluding to that delays the closing a little bit. That Other things, of course, that yeah. delays the closing. Yeah. I would, that would be frustrating for for the seller. I would imagine. Do and people back out of the deal when that happens? No, no. But no. I'll tell you another thing that um, can kill a deal. Um, people always tell me, well, not always, but sellers sometimes say to me, Amy, I'm selling the house as is. I don't care if the inspection reveals anything. 
I'm selling it as is, that's it, they're taking it. Well, that's fine, but keep in mind that in the villages of Quag Village, West Hampton Village, you are required to get an updated certificate of occupancy when a home transfers. In the township of Southampton, Hampton Bays, East Quag, Remsenburg, West Hampton, outside the confines of the village, you're not required, but more and more attorneys and buyers are requiring of that course, updated yeah. seal. It's but recommended. It is, yeah. it is demanded in the village of Quag and West Hampton wow. Beach. Right. And people say, well, I didn't have to get one when I bought it. Well, that was a while ago. Now that is a requirement. Is this a new rule? Is, or is no, this it's been in effect for, for quite a, you for know, for a while, but if anybody's okay. had their house for 20 years, it of course. probably wasn't in effect. Wow. So if you finish that basement without a permit, yep. the building department is gonna inspect it, and you might have to make some modifications to make sure it meets code. If you have front gates that don't meet the required setback distance from the road, I'm dealing with that right now, it, it has to be moved back 10 feet. That's something that's a time suck. Um, and something the buyer didn't know about. Um, if your pool gate swings the wrong direction, according to safety code, that may need to be changed. So these are things that definitely, whether you're selling the house as is or not, you do need to address anything. Safety code, structural. Um, the uh, other thing I do tell sellers, if they um, you know, wanna work uh, with Saunders, one of the things I recommend um, is definitely consider getting a home pre-inspection and again they say well that's on the buyer why would I spend that money right. well I don't know but if I was selling my house I would want to know does my house have termites that's Is, good advice uh, that's the first yeah. time I heard that advice yeah. that's that's really smart to know you know what the potential buyer is going to see when right. they get the home inspection. Why Might should, as well fix it now. Right. Why should you be on the offense? You're selling yeah. your home. Be in the driver's seat. If there are termites, which often is a quick remedy, you know, people think, ah, termites, it's, right. it can be addressed quickly. Um, I'm dealing, I dealt with one recently about a small leak um, in a roof. Again, it was a quick fix, but the, in the buyer's mind, that could have been a yeah. huge cost, you know, to them and a no renegotiation. Yeah. Oh, what else is wrong? And it, oh, instead, yeah, it yeah. was, you know, a few thousand dollars as opposed to, in a buyer's mind, a big credit. So, again, I want to be your biggest advocate. I want to be the cheerleader for your house. I want to be the one who is helping you be in the driver's seat so that your house gets to the closing Smart. table as quickly as possible so you get that money from the sale you know of the house in advice. your pocket what's that saying you gotta spend money to make money spend yeah a little bit for the inspection yeah. yep. make it's, a little bit more it's, closing it's table. worth it yeah. for sure um so i want to do just shifting gears a little bit uh this is something i actually read this in the paper the other day uh a little known fact about west hampton it used to be known as the windmill town which is kind of a neat little something about west hampton and you have some connections to first of all explain to us what the windmill town means and what your connection is with this whole idea right well um i didn't know this until i got two listings uh with windmills um and i uh did a Newsday story, I pitched Newsday, because my background's PR, so I often try to find not only the advertising, but the marketing and PR mm -hmm. angle from my listings. Um, I had Newsday come, and the town histori the village historian from West Hampton Beach um, came and spoke about how West Hampton used to be known as a windmill town. <laughs> there were so many windmills dotting West Hampton Beach, and then when electricity came, <laughs> um, and people- like They were incorporated into the houses. Right? They were like the incorporated were into like the house, these, um, yeah. for water, for grain, mm -hmm. um, and uh, 
There are still a few that remain. Um, one is on Beach Lane. Um, the one I sold uh, last year was actually uh, almost two acres and spanned two entire blocks. How many homes wow. do that? It was in the estate section from Beach Lane to Sunswick Lane, had a tennis court, a pool house pool, and this rambling old great old house full of nooks and crannies that had this windmill attached to it. The people I sold it to, so I had both sides of the deal, which was nice, they decided that for them the house was too old to their liking, so they decided they were going to redevelop the property. But one of the nice things is they decided to work with the village and the town to save the windmill. So uh, if all goes well, that remaining windmill on uh, Sunswick will move to the village green. So just like Watermill has a windmill, right. we will have in West Hampton Beach a windmill in the village green, which will be a great focal point of the village. Um, and then in a few weeks, maybe as early as next week, I'm closing on a second windmill property that is on Seafield, uh, the prime address in the estate section. And I love the fact that the buyers for that house are going, they're young couple and they're gonna be restoring the structure, they love historic homes, and they're gonna keep the windmill in its place. Super cool. So a little bit so. of history to, to live on in, uh, in West Hampton. Yeah, I love historic properties. Um, that's great. So, so obviously we talked a lot about the, the low inventory, um, high demand. Steve, what are you seeing as far as the numbers this week? Yeah. Uh, over the past week, there were 30 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. Compared to the same week last year, 2021, there were 60 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk, which is a year-over-year decrease of 50%. When you go back now to 2020, there were 26 listings that went into contract. So when you compare 2022 to 2020, we're looking at an increase of 15%. So the um, certainly we're increasing up from uh, two years ago, but last year we decreased. The breakdown of those 30 transactions, there was one between 10 and 20 million, four between four and six million, nine between two and four million, and 16 under two million. Over the past week, the dollar volume was roughly $80 million compared to the same week last year, the dollar volume was $208 million, which is a year-over-year decrease in dollar volume of 61%. The dollar volume in 2020 was $104 million. So when you compare it to this week this year, it was a decrease of 23% in the dollar volume. Hmm. New listings coming onto the market. There are 28 new listings that came onto the market with 30 going into contract. That decreases our overall inventory by two listings. The breakdown of those 28 new listings that came on, there was one over $20 million, two between 10 and 20, three between eight and 10, four between four and six, 10 between two and four, and eight new listings under $2 million came onto the market this past week. All right. Wow. How about what's going on? What do you got? What's, what's there to do this week? <clears throat> well, there's a lot to do this weekend. In the Good. Hands out. I'm glad you asked. I'm surprised you asked. I, I didn't, ex I didn't expect you this is, to this ask is me. What this is what people tune in for. <laughs> Day right. segment. So we have, for this weekend in the Hamptons, we have the Floyd Concept at Bay Street Theater. That's Saturday, February 26th from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And that is a Pink Floyd cover band. I'm a fan of Pink Floyd. Mm -hmm. Huge fan of Pink Floyd. Nice. Big classic rock guy. Love Pink Floyd. All right. I'm a big Pink Floyd guy. So this is something you'll be going to. Yeah. Nice. No, I'm not going to go. <laughs> but I'm a big fan. I might listen to Pink Floyd on Saturday. Big Pink. Big Pink Floyd. Fan. Okay. Say it three times fast. Okay. And then in Montauk, you have the Montauk Point Electric Bike Tour. That's taking place Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. 
and you meet at the Montauk Railroad Station, and then you take a tour of Montauk on an electric bike. Do you bring your own bike, or they give you the electric bike to use? You get a bike, or you can bring your own bike. So they'll give you an electric bike? Yeah. Well, well you awesome. got you know, you to rent, rent, rent one. Rent one, yeah, car. okay. Um, that's you my know, kind of biking, not by the way. My kind of biking yeah. is electric biking. If you bring a moped, <laughs> if you bring a moped like a gas-powered one, you're not invited. Yeah, it's a, it's a electric only. It's a different. Bike. Yeah, different. Bring part. a regular bicycle. See you later. Gotcha. This is the electric bike gang of Montauk, and they're taking over the town. Got it. That's what they're doing. Check. All right, and then Cowfish is going to have live music Fridays with T.J. Fox. Oh. Who doesn't love T.J. Fox? He's the best. That's Friday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. You can enjoy dinner and listen to TJ Fox. And, and Cowfish is his in beats. Hampton Bays. In right? Hampton Bays. And interestingly enough, the people that run Cowfish and Rumba, they're called the, what's the name of the restaurant group that they're called? Uh, it's David and Rachel Hirsch behind the Rooted Hospitality Group. Right. They just bought... Starbucks, I guess you call it the old Starbucks. It's going to be right. something else. Is it, they're going to call it something else? Starbucks has been around in West Hampton Beach for like 40 years, guys, and it is probably one of the most beloved restaurants in the village. And while we're kind of sad to see it go because Starbucks was so beloved, um, we're very excited because the pe you know the people behind Cowfish and Rumba and uh, Flora, which came to West Hampton Beach last year and really is one of the hottest tickets in town. Um, so anyway, they bought Starbucks, and fittingly, because we have Flora, this is going to be called Fauna. Fauna. Uh, that's, the, that's the story. And it's, I didn't know. It's you looked at me like I knew. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a high-end steakhouse, so uh, stay tuned, and I do recommend the minute you see it on Open Table or it's they have a website, have go, huh? get those reservations. Are they planning to open up for this summer? This I believe that's the plan from what I read. I would, um, I would imagine so. Uh, these I mean, guys, that's these the goal. These guys know what they're doing. They know how to they run sure a restaurant. Do. They sure do. You know what else is fun in West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center? Is, I mean, in West Hampton Beach is the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Arts Center. Which I know you are a. What are you there? You a board member? I'm a board member. Um, wow. You know, real estate is my life. I'm one of those 24/7 agents, but I definitely love giving back to the community and consider myself a community uh, resource. Hopefully, um, I'm on the board of Rotary and um, I'm on the West Hampton Beach Parade Committee. Which, by the way, plug for that. Uh, in after two years of not having a parade down Main Street, we are having after two year absence from COVID. The West Hampton Beach Parade is coming back on March 12th. Yay! You know what's the silver lining about COVID is 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 that everything that's coming back is coming back. Right. Times ten. Right. You know? But. The West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center, um, unlike so many theaters, never shuttered, shuttered its okay. doors, yep. which I think speaks volumes to the amazing staff and the direction um, of uh, uh, Julianne Penzabune, who's the executive director. So That's this awesome. year we have a great lineup. As I said, I'm on the board and um, very excited about this year's lineup. We've got Robert Cray on March 19th, Jay Leno is coming to town in July and we've got Michael yeah, Feinstein and a bunch of other things. You know, we have so many new people coming to town that, um, you know, new people buying homes that we definitely want to welcome them and hope they're going to come check out the Performing Arts Center because we truly do have world-class performers, a world cinema series year-round and uh, one of the region's finest year-round arts education programs. This is a really fun fact. 
It's a true jewel box of a theater with only 425 seats. Did you know that sitting in the last row of the Performing Arts Center is like being in the first row of Center Orchestra of Carnegie Hall? Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, there's never a bad seat. I mean, I've never seen plenty of shows seat. there. My daughter dances there for the Nutcracker and some other ballets that she does throughout the year. It's and, so old-fashioned. Um, it's know? a it's great like it's theater. It's a beautiful theater. I love it. It's there. right in West Hampton Beach Village, and it like... It's iconic to the village, I would say. It's yeah. probably the most Well, iconic. that matinee. Mat yeah, it's like... You know, what you see, yeah, the like marquee. Like you're in a movie. Marquee, yeah, the marquee. You don't see that anymore. No, anywhere, the marquee. You know? like, yeah, and now, you know, during COVID, one of the like smart Norman things... It's like Norman Rockwell painting. Absolutely. You know? yeah. I always think of it's like it's a wonderful life when you're yeah, going down awesome. Main Street, when it's yeah. snowing. It, it it's truly like is magical. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, one of the fun things that you can do now in a way of them getting more revenue because uh, people don't realize that only half of their um, funding comes from ticket sales so uh, you know donations and sponsorships are very important but um, during COVID we started putting on the marquee happy birthday and anniversary and shout outs I don't know you could do that oh, yep. cool. so people can call and say how much, how much is that you know I, I want to say right. Dave Retainer is the I'm best I'm doing one of those yeah I think there's one coming for you Dave from Steve I just see it coming oh, there it is there it is thanks guys I got it. I'm, I'm on that. So for uh, that's that's actually really that's interesting. It's very cool. So for your west of the canal real estate needs, reach out to Amy. And for your West Hampton Beach historical insight, also <laughs> consult with Miss Amy Martin. Amy, thank you for joining us. Steve, Dave, thank you. Uh, that's it for the podcast today. It is brought to you by New York Title Abstract, the Hampton's leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com or TitleInsurance.com. That's it. Have a great Thursday, everyone. I'm Andrew Dowd, and that is what's happening in the Hamptons.